Father in heaven, Jesus our Lord, Holy Spirit, you are our God. We belong to you. Lord, come and move among us, each and every one of us, touch everyone, Lord. Lord, make us aware of your presence. Lord, if, if we know you are there, we will listen. But if we're not sure, we're not sure whether you are listening to us. Lord, but we believe. Help us if this belief is wrong. I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. When, when God put Adam in the Garden of Eden, He said to them, both of them, or all of them, whoever they were, um, there is the tree of life. There's another tree. Don't touch that tree. Don't eat of the fruit of that tree. Choose life. Adam chose that. The wrong one. Jesus Christ, when walking on the earth, he said to them, here, here is the way, the truth, and life. Again, the tree of life. God is off offering us life. Jesus walked and he said, um, I have come so that you can have, have life and have it abundantly, a full life. In Matthew 7, verse 21 to 23, you can read that scripture. It says, it says that the people were standing in front of Jesus and they said, Lord, Lord. And he said, not everyone that says, Lord, Lord, knows me. I said, Lord, but we know you. We've preached in your name. We healed people. And he said, but who are you? I don't know you. We must be very careful that we understand what God is saying to us. You see, God loves people. That's why he made it. That's why he made each and every one of us. For a very special reason, a very special relationship. Linda, we, yeah, we are back with the relationships. You can't know somebody if there's not a relationship. I can find the over there after set to buy a terug Maar ek ken hom nie, weet jylle, ek weet nie wat sy ontbuit hy eet nie. Ek weet nie van wat sy vruchte hy en ek weet nie wat sy gewoontes hy eet nie. Ek weet nie wat sy voorkeure is nie, ek weet nie wat sy dislikes is nie. Sorry, we must understand what God is saying to us. You must know me. Go and ask my wife, 
if you want to know me. She will tell you, but Gerd knows me very well. Ask him, and you will hear two different stories. You understand what I'm saying? God says, we must know him. Jesus said, you must know me. And as I said, we must believe what Jesus is saying to us. We must understand and believe what God has done for us through Jesus Christ. We must know him so that what we believe will come true. I want you to open your Bibles at 2 Peter. One, 2 Peter 2, or 2 Peter 1, verse 3 to 11. Please page that. You must read this with me. I'm sorry, I haven't got it on the screen here behind me. Verse 3. His divine power had given us everything we need for life and goodliness. God has given everything. I hope you hear that. Don't tell anybody I can't. God had given you it. But just go and ask a baby, where's Tiza? Go and ask a baby, can you do this and that? But she wouldn't even understand. He wouldn't even understand. And even if they are bigger, talk to them, see what they do. And that's what God is saying to us. We have everything to come to believe. To come to a point that you can believe and trust. We, it's easy to say, I believe. You know the story of this guy walking on the, on the canyon in America. I think it was 60 meters high. You know how high that is? You can hardly see the bottom. 60 meters down. And he was walking on that line from that side to that side. And everybody cheered him. So he took a wheelbarrow. And he went with a wheelbarrow from that side to that side and all the way back. And people gave him a standing ovation. Then he put two bags of cement in the wheelbarrow, going from there to there, going from there back. And then the announcer said, do, do you believe this guy can do it? Yes! Who will volunteer sit in the wheelbarrow? There was nobody. There was nobody. Don't let our belief, our faith be empty. 
If you believe, believe and do it. And listen. Carry on. It says, His divine power has given us everything we need for life and uh, godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. By the knowledge, by an intimate relationship with. Can you hear that? Do we understand that? God wants an intimate relationship with us. You can talk to Jesus about every, every, everything. Even if it's the nonsense you're talking to other people, you can talk it to him as well. Then you start trusting him. There's a scripture that says, I'm, I'm, I'm referring back to Matthew 7, where Jesus said, I don't know you. There's a scripture that says, if there's sin in your heart, unforgiveness is sin. If there's sin in your heart, it will be difficult to hear God. It says, actually, it says, then you wouldn't have listened to my prayers. Do we understand that? It's not Jesus who's like that. It's not God who's like that. It's us who's like that. We must understand, God is perfect. Um, through these, he has given us very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption of this world caused by evil and de evil desires. For this very reason, make every effort, make every effort to add to your faith goodness. Um, it says uh, in other uh, translations, uh, virtue. And to goodness, knowledge. And to knowledge, self-control. And to self-control, perseverance. And to perseverance, godliness. I'll come back to these. Where was I? Um, and to godliness, brotherly kindness. Love for your brother. That's what it means. And to brotherly kindness, love for all people. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. It says here, but if he Anyone does not have them. He is short-sighted and blind and has forgotten that he is being cleansed from his past sins. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, be all the more eager to make your calling and your election sure. For if you do these things, you will never fail. And you just listen to this. And you will receive a rich welcome into the internal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We were here in the church yesterday. 
saying goodbye to to Benifesa. And I was thinking about this verse. He was welcome in heaven. Yeah, can you believe that? And it says here, it's for all of us. We must believe. We must believe. What does it mean if we say, we must believe? You must have faith. Unfailing faith. And it says, we have everything we need through the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Do we understand that? The better we know Jesus Christ, the better we know Jesus Christ, you will discover what you have what God has given us so that we can live the life that he wants us to live. We must know him. We must know his heart. I've just said we must, uh, we must know one another. That's why God says, start with me. If you start building this relationship, it builds this relationship. If you start loving with true, deep, sincere love, you will start loving people like that. But again, because we believe, this will happen. It says, we have very great and precious promises. Through all our sermons here in church and everywhere else, we know the promises of God. But if I ask you now, what, what are they? Tell me, what promises are you living for? Then you will understand what you expect from God. Start thinking, start reading, start hoping, start believing, and receive. Included in these promises uh, is the second coming of Jesus Christ. That's a promise we will go. One of these days it will be the rapture. Whoops, there they go, or we go. Are you going with? You see, you must know. It's not God's decision. He gave you Jesus Christ. If you know him, you will go. And you will know that you go. A new heaven. That's one of the promises. And also, we will be living as family of God with him. We can participate in God's divine nature. Yeah. And 
Everyone can. Just if you believe and you want to know Jesus better. Just listen to what we are saying. This is what we have. Thinking about it, talking to Jesus about it. That's what you have. Just give your son or daughter a bicycle. Or, nowadays probably a computer or a laptop or whatever. And you will see how much they will talk to you about that. So if you believe you receive those things, talk to Jesus about it. Talk to God, God about it. That will change your life. You will, you will start feeling what it feels like to receive. But if you don't talk about it, then it disappears. Diligently make every effort to add to faith. I hope we understand diligently. Put every effort into it. Sit all your krachten daarin. Moet niks achterlaten. Your whole being must be yearning for, longing for this deep relationship. You are in love. Am in love, is in love, whatever. If, if you really love, then you start yearning and longing. Otherwise, not. If you are in love with, okay, let's talk from the woman's side. If you are in love with a guy, and he phones you. Once in a day, maybe once every two, three days. Talk just that short. Hello, Hanet. Hanet, right? My Baba, I live here. Will that bring a relationship? Definitely not. But just look at people today, lovebirds. I don't know whether they've got enough airtime. And then, then they've only said half of what they wanted to say. That's what God wants from us. That love, that yearning, that's what He wants us to do. Take away all the nonsense in our lives. Things that keep us away from God. The things that live in our hearts. Diligently seek to add to faith, virtue, goodness. Uh, virtue is more like excellence, to be like God. Goodness, you can't have goodness if you don't know what forgiveness is. Do you understand that? God is forgiveness because He is love. 
and start thinking about did you forgive everybody, even yourself, so that you can grow in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And talking about the knowledge, Lana just mentioned uh, the previous two of uh, messages lately. It's this deep relationship. And this relationship is a relationship of total trust. And you must understand me what that says. Some people don't even trust the husband or the wife. So don't think about that trust. Trust is everything. Everything that smallest things you're thinking about, you're dreaming about, you're longing for. That's a relationship. Talk to Jesus about that. You know, once you start adding these things to faith, the goodness the the um, knowledge of Jesus, the relationship with Jesus, then something happens in your life. You can control yourself. But with the with the the world that you're living in inside of you, uh, <laughs> you lose control very fast. Ask me. Once you start to have victory over self-control, then you start persevering. Perseverance is something that is lost in today's life. People don't use that word anymore. They don't, don't use that action anymore. They don't persevere. The song just said, if we see that mountain, then we see that mountain in the sea. Perseverance is never to, never to distrust, never, 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 never to think God is not there, doesn't know about it, doesn't see you. He's there. He knows everything, even what you think and what, what you're doing in behind the curtains. Godliness. Peter also writes, he said, let your life show to the world who you are, who God is. They must see God in you. This person of excellence, the world must see that. That, that will be their Bible. If we grow in godliness, the world becomes a better place for other people. And then that word that we just talked about, what God is, what is God for each and every one of us. He says our godliness, our being like God, will give us love for one another. It will make that we love one another. You know, it's, it's, it's like this. Uh, 
some people you don't know. So sitting with us here in church for for the last, let's say, the last year, if you don't know about one another, you don't even think about that one. But just start talking after the service. Just start talking to somebody and ask about his, her life, worries, fantastic things. And if you go away, you will start thinking about that person. You will probably even pray for that person. You see what the difference is when you start with knowledge, speaking to love, brotherly love develops. And if you hear something happen to that one, it touches your heart. Otherwise, Benny died. People who don't know him doesn't even worry about it. I, I'm talking about people working with him. Know him. Uh, that's a guy staying in that house. He died a few days ago. Oh, and that's the end of the story. But once this love starts developing, the moment that we click, if something happens, you will either, even ask the spouse or the children or the friends of that person, how's it going? Then, like God knows everything about us, then we start knowing everything about somebody else. And we don't think about the God thing, the, the good about the bad things, because God don't think about bad things. He's written them off. Once we start loving one another, once we start developing this relationship of loving, helping, trusting, whatever, each other, then suddenly the world and the outside looks different. On my way here, I suddenly heard a funny noise and I stopped and I had a flat tire. I thought, whew. And as I was looking at the wheel, where's the spare wheel? And I opened the boot. And as I opened the boot, a voice said to me, Oom, stand terug. I'll do it for you. When this guy started, the other, and second guy came, he said, carry on uh, jacking up the car, I'll take the wheel out. And the third person came there and said, can I help you guys? And I was standing there. You see, the difference is, when I talk to those people, you know what they say to me? Sir, you're probably on your way to church. And I'm not that perfect guy. I'm just like you. Even worse like you. Worse than you. But you must understand that people start seeing God and you start taking notice of people, strangers. If you want to know Jesus Christ, start loving people. But that must be part of your faith. Must be part of what we said this morning. Because we believe.
because we believe we can live. Because we believe we can sing. Because we believe we can uh, uh, let us be baptized. Because we believe we take communion. Don't let these things become habits. God asked me one day, why do you say thank you? Yes, Lord, it's the right thing to do. He said, that's the problem. You know it's the right thing to do, but you don't say thank you because of gratitude. We must change. The more we know Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, the more we will change the more our faith will grow. And let me tell you, this, this is the secret. And then, for the first time, you spiritually grow. Not if you know more. Not if you know the Bible. If you start developing this relationship and it presses to you, then we believe. <laughs>